Lisa's idea was really for the Inspiration Cafe to be a place where people who were kind of separate from the rest of the city due to their economic circumstances could get treated the same way that anyone gets treated as a paying customer at a restaurant in the city. Welcome to the Heartwork Network, a conscious, caring community network. I'm your host, Amanda, and this space was created to bring together local non-for-profits and future volunteers. Thanks for tuning in and hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back, Heartwork listeners. This week, we have a very special treat for the foodies, the chefs, and those of us who just want to give back. Coming up is Evan from Inspiration Corporation to share all the incredible things they're doing for the homeless community right here in Chicago. Let's get on with the show. Hi, Evan. Thank you so much for being on the Heartwork Network today. Thanks so much for having me, Amanda. I'm really excited to share with our listeners all of the amazing things that Inspiration Kitchens does for the community. Can you share with our listeners a little bit about Inspiration Kitchens? Absolutely. Um, So Inspiration Kitchens is a program of a larger organization called Inspiration Corporation. And we were founded almost 30 years ago now in 1989 by a Chicago police officer named Lisa Nigro. And she decided to quit her job as a police officer and take a more active role in helping people who were experiencing poverty and homelessness. Uh, She borrowed her nephew's radio flyer wagon and she filled it up with food and coffee and literally took to the streets and started meeting people one-on-one. And from there, um, we We've grown into an organization that's serving many hundreds of people each year. Um, We provide job training and supportive housing and free meals, really the gamut of the things that we need to do to support people who are struggling with poverty and help them turn their lives around. I read on the website that Lisa actually was handing out sandwiches during lunch breaks and feeding the homeless on her own time through that wagon that you had mentioned. Was, yeah. And there's a really funny story that one of the um, first participants of the the cafe or her first program Mm -hmm. um, was this guy named Rodney. He's still around. Rodney's a really good friend. He's a hilarious guy. And very early on, she was trying to go out with sandwiches and hand them out to people, but she kept making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, (laughs) and nobody wanted sandwiches. Um, It was a very meat-eating population. And so one day, Rodney felt really bad for her, and so he went into a shelter near where she was, and he told all the guys that she was giving out steak sandwiches. So she got like this flood of guys that ran out to come talk to her, and they were a little disappointed at first, but it helped her kind of brought you know make the connection and talk to some people. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. Can you dive into areas of Chicago you serve and tell our listeners a little bit more about that? Of course. So um, Lisa started the organization in Uptown, which is the neighborhood um, a little bit north of Wrigley Field along the north side of the city. For many years, there's been a large population of people experiencing homelessness who live under the viaducts. You're thinking of Montrose and Wilson Avenue and Foster and Lawrence. Um, Today, we still have a site in Uptown. It's called the Inspiration Cafe, and that's where we provide free meals to folks who are experiencing poverty and it's all cooked and served by volunteers as it has been since the first day. We also have a program site on the west side of the city in East Garfield Park which is actually where Lisa worked when she was a police officer and that's the Inspiration Kitchens restaurant and it's providing training in the culinary arts for people who are jobless who are looking to get back in the labor force and then we also have housing all across the city of Chicago so we provide supportive housing for formerly homeless families and individuals. Uh, It's what's called scattered sites so rather than a project-based 
mixed housing like a Cabrini Green. Um, we're really providing one or two units in buildings that are scattered all across the city. I did not know about the housing that you guys offered. I did know about the Uptown Cafe. I actually had the pleasure to volunteer there on Saturday. Thanks so much for supporting. Absolutely. And it was just a great opportunity to see how Inspiration Kitchens work. And the community was so beautiful and it was great to engage with the homeless community as well. I was feeling extremely connected and I could tell that they were very grateful to have a space like that to come in and have dinner. Yeah, Lisa's idea was really for the Inspiration Cafe to be a place where people who were kind of separate from the rest of the city due to their economic circumstances could get treated the same way that anyone gets treated as a paying customer at a restaurant in the city. And so I think it's kind of a unique volunteer experience and a unique atmosphere because you know, it's a chance to actually connect with somebody mm -hmm. who's lived a different path than you and to really talk to them and to treat them well and to share food together. Um, and, you know, there are wonderful things about soup kitchens that are serving high volume. But what we're really about is creating that social connection and that atmosphere. Yeah, sure. And I certainly saw that. So rather than a typical soup kitchen where it would be more of a cafeteria line, what Inspiration Kitchen Cafe does is they set up a restaurant type atmosphere and then the volunteers serve each of the people in the community and then you have Bobby and Byron in the back cooking up an amazing meal um, and then you can have an opportunity to just really connect with the guests too which I thought was really great. Yeah I always like to tell our volunteers when we're doing orientations I always tell people to work like they're working for tips because we want that <laughs> level of service you yeah. know we want people to really feel valued and like somebody cares how good their plate is that's going to come out. Absolutely. So let's move on here a little bit more. So can you tell the listeners a little bit about your personal background and maybe what inspired you to want to be a part of Inspiration Kitchens? For sure. So I um, I made the incredibly wise choice to do a bachelor's degree in philosophy when I was a college <laughs> student who didn't know what I was going to do. And so I graduated and still didn't know what I was going to do. And I ended up in Chicago uh, just kind of, you know, moving around and visiting friends. And I had a really good friend who was working with me at this other job who also worked at Inspiration Corporation. She was one of the case managers for the, the food service training program. So she was helping people get back into the job market and get careers um, in the kitchens. And she invited me to come in and volunteer and check it out. Um, and I came into the cafe and really fell in love with it. Um, had a very similar experience to, I think, what you got to experience this last weekend. Um, and when a job opening popped up, I went for it. You know, I come from a smaller town in Kansas where there's not a lot of issues with poverty, where, you know, homelessness is not something that we're dealing with on the kinds of levels that we are in Chicago. And when my worldview started to open up to these larger cities and I started to see what other people were struggling to overcome, uh, it really made me feel lucky and it made me feel like I needed to be part of doing something to help those people have the same kind of opportunities that I've had. Thank you for that. Thank you for sharing your time and your generosity with our community. So let's focus on the direct volunteer opportunities that Inspiration Kitchens offer. Sure. So um, in addition to working at the cafe, as you experience, there are a whole lot of other things. It's that pen you and paper time, listeners. Evan's about to share the details on all the ways we can get involved. So the Inspiration Cafe is open 365 days a year. Uh, volunteers literally cook and serve all the food. So you can work as a server, um, which is like being a waiter at a restaurant, mm -hmm. or you can work as a cook in the back with the staff um, 
I think you were working with Byron and Bobby, um, and they kind of guide you. So you don't need any experience as wait staff. You don't need experience as a chef or anything. Um, we'll work with anyone. Uh, you can just come in and be a part of that. And so we do breakfasts, which are usually before work hours, and then dinners, which are after work hours or on the weekends. So that's a really fun opportunity. Um, there are a lot of other ways that you can support as well. So we actually have people that come out and conduct mock interviews with the graduates of our job training programs. They'll go out to the West Side and kind of run someone through the paces and give them the chance to practice all the interview skills that they've learned in the training program. Uh, and then we also have people that go out and work as tutors to help people in the job training program, working on math skills, working on reading skills to help people really get the tools that they need to be successful. So is there a particular interview process that needs to happen for volunteers to be involved in any of these areas that you had mentioned? Yeah, we ask all of our volunteers to come to an orientation with us. They're pretty quick and painless. Um, we just want to get the chance to meet people before they start out on this journey with us. Um, we offer those on one weeknight and one weekend every month. Um, you can always just go to our website, www.inspirationcorp, that's inspirationcorp.org. And if you click on the volunteer section, you'll find a link that'll show you when the next orientations are. Excellent. Okay, listeners, so make sure that you visit the website that Evan just said to see if you can start getting involved. So Evan, how many volunteers does Inspiration Kitchens currently have and how many do you need? So we estimate that about a thousand people a year actually come in to volunteer wow. with our organization. Yeah, it's a big number, um, most of them coming in through the Inspiration Cafe program. And the reality is we always need more people. Um, we're a little unusual in that we don't ask people for a really long commitment to volunteer. Uh, a lot of homelessness agencies might ask you to commit to three months or six months of regular volunteering. Uh, what we do is we ask you to come to orientation and then you can log into an online calendar and kind of self-select your dates and decide when it works for you to come in. And because of that, we need a whole lot of people to make it work and to keep this thing open 365 days a year. So we're always hungry for new volunteers. Um, we always have opportunities. So we'd really encourage people to jump in. Great. And do you have a particular age requirement that is needed? We do. So because the work that we do, you know, has some danger associated with it, there's open flames, there's knives in the kitchens. Um, we have a very strict 14 and up policy for our volunteers. Um, for cooks, it's 16 and up. We do occasionally make exceptions um, for folks who are younger than 14 who want to work on a service project for a bar or bat mitzvah, for an Eagle Scout project. Um, they have to come with an adult chaperone, but we will make exceptions for those kinds of projects. Okay, great. And I know that we talked about the website, but where else can our volunteers find you? We are all over the interwebs. We are on uh, inspirationcorp.org. Um, if you're interested in our restaurant where the job training program is, you can actually go and eat there as a paying customer out on the west side of the city. That's at inspirationkitchens.org. And then you can find us on Facebook at Inspiration Corporation, on Twitter at Inspiration Corp, uh, and on Instagram at Inspiration Corporation. Perfect. Thank you. Tell us a little bit more about the Inspiration Kitchen. I saw some photos online. Unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to get out there, but it looks so beautiful. And the reviews look amazing. I've been reading reviews about the gumbo and the brunch. Uh, so can you tell our listeners a little bit about how they can volunteer or give back to that location? And then also about the job training program that you're offering there. Absolutely. So Inspiration Kitchens on the west side of the city is kind of the reverse model to what we're doing at Inspiration Cafe. What Evan is about to touch on here is probably my most favorite thing about the program. So at Inspiration Kitchens, in the back of the house, 
we're training people to go into careers in the culinary industry. So they're going through a three-month program that gives them all the skills and tools that they need to become line cooks and prep cooks all over the city of Chicago. Um, you've probably eaten at a restaurant where one of our graduates yeah. was your cook. Can you tell us some of the restaurants that you've had job placement in? Yeah, just in the last six months or so, we've had folks start at Urban Belly, at Italy, at Beatrix, Pub Royale. Wow. Yeah, it's not, I think sometimes when people hear about us, they think, you know, oh, they're going and working at a catering company or something, but they're really going into fine dining. They're breaking into that scene. Um, we've got a guy at McCormick and Schmicks who has to show up in, the, you know, like a suit sometime when he works at the front. Very um, cool. It's a very cool thing. And what's nice about that restaurant is unlike Inspiration Cafe, where it's really only open to people experiencing poverty, at Inspiration Kitchens, you, I, anyone else can go and being a paying customer for the restaurant. And so to your question about how can you support us, how can you volunteer, you can go out and eat a meal. Um, you can go out for lunch or breakfast or dinner. Um, our hours are posted up on inspirationkitchens.org. And it's a really cool way to kind of experience the work that we're doing and really buy into the concept. Sure. And is the kitchen open seven days a week? The kitchen is open Wednesday through Sunday. Um, Wednesday through Friday, we're open for lunch. And then Saturday and Sunday, we do brunch. And we have a new Sunday dinner supper that's starting um, this week, actually. It'll be our first Sunday. Wonderful. Well, I'm definitely going to check that out very soon. I'm a big fan of Inspiration Kitchens and all of the unique ways that our community can get involved. Can you share with our listeners the upcoming volunteer opportunities? Yeah, we'd love to invite anyone who's excited about this and wants to be a part of the work that we're doing to come out and join us for one of our volunteer orientations. Um, we have a few of them coming up over the next two months, and we would love to see you there. So the first orientation date that you could come to would be next Thursday, April the 12th at 6 p.m. We also have a date on Saturday, May 12th at 10 a.m., and then the next date after that would be Wednesday, May 23rd at 6 p.m. Excellent. Evan, I always like to end the show getting to know my guests a little bit more. Can you share with our listeners maybe what your greatest volunteer moment was or something you experienced? Yeah, so one of, I think, the, the most amazing things that's happened to me since working at Inspiration Corporation, um, in my role, I go out and I do a lot of public speaking on behalf of, you know, the organization and present our work. And we were invited to be a part of the Chicago Restaurant Week First Bites Bash uh, a couple years ago. And I went out and, uh, you know, we got together with all these different restaurants and chefs. And I was giving a brief talk about the work that we do and, and you know, how we were so honored to receive some support from them and I looked over the crowd and I saw this guy Will who I recognized as someone who had been through the job training program years ago and Will was there working with Blue Plate Catering putting on the event and he kind of waved at me and I just thought well this is just amazing right (laughs) like everywhere you go you see these people who they come to the agency in a state of trauma and in a state of crisis and it really is possible for anyone to make that positive turn and if you believe in them and if you offer the hand and if they're interested in taking it you can see people transform and end up places that you never would have imagined when you first met them absolutely and i bet that was so rewarding to see that come full circle it was pretty amazing it was really cool and i love will he's an awesome guy so it was really fun seeing him at the very event. cool so what would you say is the greatest success story that has came from inspiration kitchen you know, the one that, that is most profound to me is, you know, I told the story about the steak sandwich uh, guy. He's a really good friend of mine now. His name's Rodney. And he was one of the very first people that the organization started working with. And Rodney, 
you know, he's he's kind of everyone's worst nightmare of what can happen to somebody who grows up in a state of poverty. He was involved in gang activity, ended up going to prison when he was 11 and spending most of his life in prison. He never learned to read. He contracted HIV. He had a crack addiction at one point. He was homeless for almost 15 years. And at the time that Lisa met him with that wagon, this was the state that he was in. And when I started working at Inspiration, um, now about eight years ago, Rodney was working there and we became friends and I didn't know any of this. And we just became buddies because he's a really funny guy and he was fun to hang out with. Um, and I found about out about this months in. And I think if you, know, if you can come from that kind of level of, of difficulty and you can turn your life around and you can go to a point where you're working on your dreams and working on your goals, and you're part of society again, that's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. And that's what keeps me coming back. And many times people just need that extra little boost, that extra little care, and most importantly, to know that someone cares about them. Absolutely, yeah. It's Sometimes it's the smallest thing that you wouldn't even think was important, but really made a big difference to somebody. Sure. What are some quick community care tips that you could give to our listeners? I know a lot of times uh, people can't actually donate a full day or a full week to volunteer, but just in everyday life, what's a quick tip that you could give them? I think what you just said, you know, making sure that, that you're reminding yourself that everybody is a person and that it's it's worth caring about the people that you encounter on a daily basis. You know, our, our founder started our organization because she was moved by how people who are living in states of homelessness are often ignored by everybody else who they encounter, by the rest of the city, by the rest of the culture that they're a part of. And so, you know, even if you can't give somebody money, even if you're not going to change someone's life, if you see someone who's homeless, make eye contact, smile, say hello, treat them like a person because they are a person. And, you know, you never know if that little bit of kindness that you share might be much more meaningful to them than you think. Uh, We get a lot of questions from people who reach out to us and ask, you know, how can I start an inspiration cafe in my city or my town where I live? And, you know, I think it all goes back to our founder, Elisa Nigro, that it was really one person with this desire to change things and make them different than they were. And Lisa really started out with just that wagon, with just food she was making herself and coffee she was picking up from a corner coffee shop and a lot of friends. And so it was about mobilizing the people that she was connected to to become a part of this and to share this dream and this mission and this desire that she had. And that's really, I think, what it's about. If you want to start a nonprofit, you know, it's great to have some kind of service model in mind. It's great to have some idea of what you're going to do. But at the end of the day, what you're really going to have to be thinking about is how do I get other people to believe in this too? And how do I make this a community effort and something that we're all going in on together? Absolutely. So in our closing remarks, is there anything else that you want to add that we may have missed? I think the biggest thing that I would say is just, you know, even if you don't come in to work with us at Inspiration Cafe, please do find some place to volunteer and to help out folks who are experiencing homelessness and poverty. There are an awful lot of them in the city of Chicago, way too many. And there are so many other wonderful organizations that are doing great work. I'm sure you'll hear about more of them on this podcast. Uh, but just take the time. Go go see it. Go experience it. Go contribute to trying to put an end to it. Because this is something, you know, it's different than finding a cure for an exotic disease. This is something that we know how to stop. And if we all care enough, we can really make it end. Well, your passion certainly shines through and I really appreciate all of your time and your knowledge to share with our listeners. Thank you so much, Evan, for being on today's show. Thanks so much for having me, Amanda. It was a pleasure. Evan, thank you so much for your service. We loved having you on the Heartwork Network. 
For more information on ways to get involved with Inspiration Corporation, be sure to visit their website at inspirationcorp.org. You can also find their information in the show notes. Next week, I'll be sharing ways to help heal our patient community right here in Chicago with an organization that enriches the lives of those who are sick through beauty, self-esteem, and well-being services. If you want to help patients look and feel their best, make sure you tune in next week to hear about all the wonderful things that this organization is doing at hospitals right here in our community. Well, that's a wrap, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, let's take care of one another.